Like many of you, we battle depression during life's ups and downs. Music has always been the one thing that we could rely on to get us through the tough times that we all face. Follow us on our journey as we discuss the healing power of music, interview bands, break down genres, review band biographies, and more. This is the When Words Fail Music Speaks Podcast with Blake Mosley and James Cox. And now, the When Words Fail Music Speaks interview. Her life, her uh, lifetime of professionality, professional uh, storytelling experiences is reflected in, in the design of every product she creates, from adorable graphics to her own unique songs. Smile songs, sunny illustrations, inspiring words, and endearing original tunes are designed for, with love and care and to delight your senses. Uh, celebrate your best life, she says, and send a smile to the special people in your life. We are so honored to have her on today, and uh, well, let's welcome Sharon Glassman to our podcast. Hey, how are you doing, Sharon? I'm doing great, James. It's so nice to be here. I've been so excited to talk to you. Your emails had so many exclamation points, and that's something I believe in, so I've been in a great mood all day waiting to chat. Yeah, yeah. Like, um, be, um, before we started this this um, chat, uh, we talked about how um, I really, um, I, I have depression, and I just got on my, my medication. And I think that's a very good thing for because uh, when you when you off your medication, you feel like you accomplished something, you know. And when you accomplish something, you're you're more happier to talk to anybody you want to talk to, right? And yeah, uh, I don't know if it was overused exclamation points or just the right amount. So I don't. For me, it was perfect because okay. I'm the kind of person that naturally tends to use them, and then being an overthinker and an anxious person, I can stay up all night worrying. Right. Did I do too many? Does he think? What does he think? La 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 right. la la. So I'm glad that we're on the same. Uh, we we sing in the same key of exclamation yes, point. Yes, that's, that's perfect. Perfect explanation. So um, so New York life. Um. So okay. So were you born in New York, or did you just move there for to to start start a fashion career, fashion design career? Yeah, I, I had grown up in the suburbs of Philadelphia, and I was really interested in clothes and not just designing them, but like how they made us feel happy, how they could make us feel happy. Mm-hmm. And I was very interested also in perhaps designing clothes for people who had some kind of um, physical challenge with buttons or zippers, and, and I chickened out to be quite honest, because I had to leave the school that I was in and go to another school to do that. And I thought, well, what if I fail? Um, And I think that's a question that, you know, can hold us back from doing things. So I didn't pursue that first passion. And I ended up wanting to write then about fashion and talking to people who were doing it. And so I moved to New York City to accomplish that. And again, being an introvert, being asked to interview people made me really scared. Right. (laughs) Right. So I um, got a job offer doing my dream job and I said, no, got a a job offer from a newspaper. I'd started to write articles about fashion and what they didn't know is that I was hiding in my bathroom uh, with the phone. Not that there was anyone else in my apartment, but I was so scared to interview people. I was creating these situations, these kind of humorous situations 
to build up my courage. But when they offered me a job, I realized I couldn't take my bathroom with me to the job and hide there. And so I said, no. Um, and that led me down a road that in a very long and winding way, led me doing, to doing what I'm doing now, which makes me so happy. But there were definitely some rocky times where opportunity was knocking and I was closing the door because of fear. Right, right, yeah. Because uh, when I started this podcast, um, me and my co-host Blake, um, we had the, the, the main show and I'm like, what else can we do to, to uh, make this podcast work? And right. I thought about interviewing people, and I had the same thing as you. Like, oh my God, what if? They, what if? What if? You know, what if they? And 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 my friend, um, uh, she said, they're just people, dude. Talk to them just like people. And I'm like, you know what? She's right. You know, what am I so scared of? You know, and and a hundred and something interviews. You know, I'm I, I'm still nervous, but when I start talking to them. Everything goes away, and I'm like, oh, okay, I can do this, you know. So it's a great piece of advice that your friend gave you. I wish that someone had said that to me. No. Right. Yeah. Um, but I, I absolutely agree, and I think, yeah, hundred interviews in, like, yeah. you're a pro, and I think people are now like, oh, I'm talking to James. Like, I hope I'm doing okay. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> like, it's reversed. Right. Well, um, my secret to uh, not being a nervous success is I have a Rodecaster Pro because that's what I record um, this podcast with. And it's got little um, um, pads that you can put anything on, and I put the music that 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 speaks to me on there. And right before the interview, I listen to all of them or just one of them, you know. And that calms I me. Mean, that that soothes. I calm them down, you know, so I know that everything's okay. And I just have a good time, you know, talking with the um, musician or friends, you know. So yeah, so. And you're dovetailing, you're dovetailing right into the, your topic of how music can help us yes. get over fears. And I think it's really true. Like, I think we all have that playlist of go-to songs, either reminding us of a good time or energizing us through a tough time or calming us down. It's pretty remarkable the way that music works on the body and the yeah. soul and the mind. Yeah, it's very soothing. I mean, it, I mean, it can cure... I I want to say it can cure depression and and, and, and anxiety through because um, music has a different vibe to me, you know. Um, I find very music I I find music very relaxing and soothing, and it can talk to somebody in a way that you or me can't talk to that person. You know, get them through their day or or like whatever they have. So, yeah. Have you heard about the heartbeat rhythm in music and this whole theory? I have not. So I was doing some research um, a couple of years ago for a science podcast. And I had heard a story that Frank Sinatra and Nelson Riddle, who was his arranger for a lot of his songs, would pick what they called the heartbeat rhythm to make his songs irresistible to people and make everyone feel like they were falling in love with Sinatra with the song. And so it seems, I don't know if it's exactly true, but there is a working theory that if you listen to a song that is within the realm of our heartbeat, and I'll have to look up what that is, but a, a pretty much a resting heartbeat, that it, it calms your breathing and brings your heart back in sync with the beat of that song and makes us feel almost the way we were in the womb where everything was like, boom, boom, right. boom, boom. Yeah. 
and chills us out. So don't know if it's true or just an anecdote, but I love the idea. That's that, that. Yeah, because I want to know if that's true or or like a myth. I I, I want to believe it's true. You know, I mean, it might be because because um I've heard or and actually seen people who are in um homes, you know, you know, elderly homes, and have dementia, and when they hear a, like music or something, instantly they remember something, you know, about their past life or you know something. So I think it's I think music is good for the heart and soul. Yeah. Definitely. So, in your bio that we just read, it said you were an introvert, just like you mentioned. Um, so, the dictionary defines it as a, a person who prefers calm environments. Uh, since you were living in New York, I figured that would, uh, and and you moved to Colorado, um, is it because like New York, New York was too much for you at the time? that you decided to move to Colorado, like why, what inspired you to, to transform, to trans, uh, uh, move to um, Colorado now? It's kind of a wacky story. Um, I didn't know that New York was overwhelming to me when I lived there. I loved it until the moment that uh, the letter carrier came to my office and delivered two pieces of mail and one said, your office lease is up in two months. And the second piece said, your apartment lease is up in two months. And I'm, I don't really believe in signs, but it's kind of hard to ignore. You get two pieces of mail saying, you know what? In two months, you're going to be a free, at least an unleased person. And I then went to a party and someone told me about a company. They said, oh, if you write about business and such, you should look this up. And I didn't get the name of the company right, so I started looking it up online. I thought it was called Wisdom Tools or something. And I found a company with a similar name in Colorado. And when I masked over the name, I got goosebumps. And I looked at my dog and said, you know what? Life is short. America is big. Let's go check out Colorado. Right. And when I got here, everyone is so nice. It's a lot quieter. I am... I, in New York, uh, in Brooklyn, my um, window of my apartment faced a brick wall. Someone built a brick wall pretty much up on the lease line. Like, yeah. so I was like looking over someone else's brick wall. It was literally like boxed in. I know. But here, there's blue sky. I see mountains. Um, so, and at that time, I discovered a book by a woman named Susan Kane. It's called Quiet. And she talked about introverts. And I looked at that word and I said, that's the word I've been searching for my whole life. I always just thought that um, the way that I was comfortable was quote unquote wrong. And I should be getting out there. And like we said, doing the interviews the way they should be done. And all of a sudden I had like um, a tribe of introverts. And even though we like to be alone, that felt perfect to me. And I was able to sort of claim my, my identity and say, this is how I want to live. And this is where I want to live. Nice. Nice. Yeah. Cause, um, when you feel boxed in, you're like, I guess, like, do you, do you feel the, 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 the like, like when you're boxing in, just like you said, you walk, walk were built around you. Did you feel like, like worried all the time or like how to have that? I mean, cause I know, when you move to a, like a wide open space, you're like, okay, I'm I'm free with everything, and yeah, you breathe right. Yep. Yeah. So, when you were 
especially boxing, did you feel like wearing all the time or like how I'm like like what was that for you for you? I think I was running on eleven the whole time. So I don't even know that I had the ability to calm down enough to know that I was feeling boxed in or overwhelmed or um, overstimulated and exhausted because that's just the way all, we all ran. At least I did right. in New York. So I, I ran like at 11 from the moment I got up in the morning to the moment I went to bed and woke up tired the next day and was like, all right, just get some more coffee going and I'm going to go and run, run, run. I remember it's so embarrassing, but in my efforts to sort of relax, I remember racing from a meditation class to an African dance lesson to something else, to something else, and all thinking that I was working on calming myself down. I was just adding to the overwhelm of the inputs. Yeah. So I had a sense that there was something that was uh, maybe not the right thing for me, but instead of calming down and going, huh, maybe I should pivot, I just kept doing more. Right. Yeah, you were you were going and going and going and not trying to uh, settle down your mind, right? Yeah, it's very busy. Yeah. Um, since you are you since you said you like coffee, what coffee do you like? Because I am a coffee enthusiast. I mean, I can't not not run on you know. I gotta have coffee in my life. I am a fan of the Whole Foods uh, Gentle Morning Buzz. Their 365 brand. That's right. the one. The French, it's kind of a French roast, dark French roast. Okay. Uh, what's your fave? What do you like? I've become a bit of a fan of Bones Coffee now. Um, they're oh. they're online site only. I think you can only get it in some stores up in up in the west. But they have a thing called chocolate raspberry, which is to oh. die for. Yeah, <laughs> very very good, very good. So. Um, Those are three, three of my favorite flavors is put together, coffee, chocolate, and raspberry. Yes, yes. Yeah, that, that's, that's probably the best coffee that I've ever had. Um, I've had uh, something called um, um, orange, um, it, it tastes like orange, orange sherbet. can't remember mm -hmm. what it's called, though, but it's it's to die for, too. They have awesome wow. flavors, so you got to check it out when, whenever you have time. And you can drink coffee afternoon, like because I know it's like six ish where you are. So you're drinking coffee in the evening. Yes, yes. Um, coffee really doesn't do that much for me at nighttime, but it wakes me up in the morning, and that's the that's the you know because I work at Outback Steakhouse. Oh yeah. So that gets me motivated to do work, <laughs> you know, to do what I have to do at work time, even though that I just people for a living, you know, because I'm a host. <laughs> so oh, nice. yeah, but you still need to be awake to you know to have a conversation with them. So, yeah. um, so one thing that I forgot to ask you at the beginning of this podcast is, uh, what does music mean to you? Oh, everything. Every That's probably yes. a simple answer. Yeah. Can, um, no, continue. I, I cut you oh, off here. Oh, you can go as long as you want with this one because, because it's a, it, this one is a, is a thinker for me because although music has been in my life since birth or something, you know. Uh, music means, to me, it means um, a new way to look on life. If that makes sense, you know. Oh yeah, yeah. So, so what, I mean, what, I associate it. I mean, I go back like my dad was the first person who introduced me to music, hmm. and I remember him bringing like record albums into our home and discovering different music from there. Um, and there are still some pieces he brought home. It was a really interesting mix. Uh, the Tchaikovsky and Mandolin Violin Concertos, 
which if I hear bits of those violin solos, it just transports me like to another place. Right. Um, but then also things like he was really interested in the Kingston Trio. And what's interesting to me is that now as an adult, I've come back around to play country and Americana and a little bluegrass. And when it first happened, I was like, oh, that's an interesting choice. I was like, all oh, right, that was planted in me when I was really little. Right. And it's part of my happy place, just my natural, eternal happy place. And then every person that I meet that introduces me to a new kind of music is like opening another door. Yes. And it's all people sharing their forms of happiness, which I love. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, because I always ask anybody that I meet, I try to ask them, hey, what, you know, what kind of music do you like? You know, what are some good bands I can get into? You know, because I, fi I find it, find the need to search for bands that I never heard of, you know? So. Um, speaking of bands, um, on your YouTube channel, which I'll post a link in the description at the bottom, or search for Sharon Glassman, uh, you have a band called the Jamesons. Um, is is that okay? That, yeah, okay, okay, that's true. Because you have you have um, about like fourteen videos on them. Um, so with the Jamesons, could you tell us more about the band? Sure. Yeah. Uh, the initial name was the Jamesons Codependent Country Band. And when I started it, it was a little tongue in cheek because my thought was listening to all the great classic country songs. If someone just had a therapist, they could have figured out a lot of those issues. We wouldn't have had those songs. So as I kind of joke, we started with that, that big name. Um, I've been through a lot of different uh, bandmates, one of which is now my husband, who's an incredible fiddle player and is mandolin that, player. Is that Grant? Uh, no, that Grant and I were in a country country band in 2012 the, okay. the Sharon Glassman YouTube site um, I switched over to a smile song site probably in 2014 2015 but there's no easy link to it okay so I haven't probably posted to Sharon Glassman YouTube in a while right but um it was really cool to meet Grant because he's from Canada oh, and wow. was yeah, yeah and a real serious beautiful country singer and guitar player and uh I got to play fiddle with him and sing with him for a while and that was really fun yeah. and then the Jamesons we have a core group of uh, my friend Amy Glennie who is from Tennessee who is a phenomenal singer songwriter mm -hmm. and it, you can find her on YouTube she's got some great originals I'm just a big fan of her songs we met 12 years ago and we're the first Jamesons duo and then we went through different personnel and then for a while my husband Paul and I were the Jameson duo Jamesons duo and now he, Amy, and I are in a trio, and then Amy and I are doing a duo. So right, I'm nice. sure if people who are in bands listening to this go, uh-huh, totally makes sense. People who are not in bands are like, what? But that's right. how it works. You just kind of collaborate and weave and come back and go to other things. Yeah, because yeah, I did watch the, watch the videos of you and Grant playing. And, I, and okay, so correct me if I'm wrong. With country, it's, it's, called, a, it's called a fiddle. And uh -huh. for classical music, it's called a violin. But it's the same. Do you know why it is? I mean, like, like, why did it? I mean, the, why, why the name change? I guess it makes more better sense if it's a fiddle with country, right? Because it sounds better, doesn't it? It sounds yeah, more fun. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. But now I'm gonna look it up. I'm, I have no idea, but I'm gonna okay. make a guess right now, and I'll look it up and let you know. But I'm almost thinking that people who are having like that good time sort of country music thing were like. Well, let's just go fiddle around. All right, you get grab that fiddle. 
you know right i don't don't really know right uh it's kind of the way guitars are called axes you know in yes yeah yeah because i i I try to think of what what other instrument has a different name and you're right a a guitar is called axe you know grab that axe you know yeah and basses are the doghouse the doghouse bass i've never heard um yeah that's i think more of a bluegrass country kind of name for i guess for the double bass right yeah right and again, I don't know exactly why, but but yeah, the Jameson sound, just to get back, is um, bluegrass infused Americana with a little twist of swing. So again, that's the cool thing about music. You can sort of put your spin on everything. Right, yeah. So uh, um, so we all in some form or fashion um, get or have been inspired by someone. Uh, so a request, right? Yeah, uh, so a request from a fellow introvert inspired you to put everything you learned about empathy, kindness, and good humor as healing tools. Can you explain more about that? Sure. Uh, When we were talking about the Jamesons and how bands morph and switch, um, I was playing with Paul up at a little winery that's our happy place. It's very um, a very small place. You you play outside. There's a little creek going by. and the people who come to hear the original songs that I were doing were kind of quiet folks or introverted the way I am. And so at the end of one of the shows, someone came up to me and said, if only there was a way we could take you home, put you on the wall and be able to hear your songs, but also see sort of the happy vibe that you create, that would be amazing. Right. And I think it was one of those things, nice things that people say to you, you know, in passing, but, right. but I took it pretty seriously. And I started to think about that, that also for me to be able to perform for people when they needed me, as opposed to saying, come to this place at this time on this day. And so I started exploring how I could make things sing. And that's where singing greeting cards and magnets and stickers and all that good stuff. Yes, came from. that's, that's, what, I, what, uh, that's uh, what we're getting into right now. Um, so when you wrote me, um, on podcast guests, I think um, it was. I researched your website, and I think that it's the best thing you uh, anybody could ever do. Because time and time again, I get greeting cards or cards, you know, happy birthday. And to me, I don't want to say they're boring, but it's kind of like a okay, thanks, you know, kind of deal. Yours is something unique and spectacular at the same time. Uh. So to to everybody that's that's listening to me or us right now <laughs> talking, um, when you order her cards, card or cards, you know, depending on how much you get, um, they can sing to you, right? And yeah. so, and so what you do is you put a QC, uh, what is a QR Q, QRC, QRC, QR code, right? And do a little visual, right. like I know this is gonna mess up with the thing, but like here it is on this card, right? Yeah, so what, what you do is you scan that little QRC and then there's a unique song that goes with each card. And I find that very, very unique because it's meaningful to the person receiving it. You know, there's there's something extra there that that's not available with regular greeting cards. So, um, so how, like, we, we, okay, so... So when when people um 
order these cars? Can they get like a custom thing, custom song, or the, or like that each one of them come with the with the with the with the R and the song? The art and the song are already together, and so what I try to do is write a song that expands on the message and on the um, on the art. So I'm just I'm trying to. So with this card, it says just be, right? And you have the little B, and there's always stuff in the wings that the B says, you know, just be, be you, be you. And then when you scan the QR code, it literally sings you a song that says just be. So my feeling is that one of the great things that music can do for us is to enhance positive feelings. And so by creating them all to go together, I'm hoping, my goal is to make people feel extra good. Right. So you see something, you hear something, read something. Yeah. Uh, so so I was on your website and um, you have a lot of options. You have, uh, you know, Mother's Day cards, greeting cards, um, Valentine's birthday, you know, the basic stuff. But you have, you also have um, songs from what I thought was what awesome it's ones for introverts. I've never seen a greeting card for introverts. Right. You know, and I think that's amazing. And I and I did um, listen to one of the songs in it, and uh, and it's very um, unique and awesome at the same time. Uh, so what you the the song you mentioned was like blankets. And you know, cozying up with yourself and ha just having a you know a good time feeling, you know. Um, so are 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 those easier for you to write because you're you are an introvert also, or is it more like a harder thing to actually come up with something for them? Um, it's a great question. For me, writing about being an introvert feels very natural and what I've found and what I've learned to my surprise and kind of happiness mm -hmm. is that many performers are introverts okay um I wish I could name some off the top of my head probably Prince maybe oh, right yeah yeah um, but lots you know that you'll meet um, we might not say it because we're happy being out in the world performing and then afterwards you know go home and recharge our batteries but when I think about um cards for introverts, when I wrote the introverted birthday card, um, it wishes you a day full of quiet things, right. um, including a phone that never rings. Right? And that's, <laughs> yeah, because I thought that was hilarious. Yeah, yeah. And it's right. funny, you know? Yeah. So it's those little truths and then being able to create the the music or the, the melody that goes on with that and then the lyrics. So it's almost like having a really fun homework assignment that I absolutely want to do. Awesome, awesome. Um, so we have a couple more questions for you, um, and 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 it's and it's very um, uh, like I said before, I, I I always ask people, you know, what they like and who they can recommend for us, uh, or for people who's listening. Um, who is your go-to? What what and who is your go-to favorite music and bands? Go-to favorites, I would say, I love Daryl Scott mm -hmm. uh, as a singer-songwriter and, and as a vocalist. His voice is just amazing. And he's one of these really sincere, uh, passionate, deep people. Uh, he's the one who wrote, um, it's going to come to me right now. Uh, it's a song the Dixie Chicks covered that got super, super famous. A landslide. 
Um, that's a Fleetwood Mac one, which I also yeah. love. This yeah. was, um, oh, hold on. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to vamp while I look at my, my oh, okay. thing. It's just, um, but it's, um, Daryl Scott, Dixie Chicks. Let's see. Cause I'm trying to think of. It's just funny how you blank out on things. Yes. I do that all the time. Trust me. Here I'm we go. Like... Songs by Daryl Scott covered by other musicians. Oh, it's a great day to be alive. Okay. Oh yeah. Okay. But the other one is um, Long Time Gone by the Dixie Chicks. Yeah. Um, but I love It's a Great Day to Be Alive. We actually tried to cover that in the Jamesons, and then we said, Mr. Scott, we will leave you your song. It's too good. We, don't wanna, we call it in our band Jamesoning when we tweak something and make it extra simple. Right. But um, who else do I love? So many people. Right now I'm loving a band for, out of Utah called Pixie and the Party Grass Boys. Ooh. Okay super fun, incredibly talented musicians. And if you watch their videos, they're actually uh, skiing while they fiddle down the hill oh, and wow. play mandolin. Yeah, oh yeah. That's amazing. So if, you, if you ever want to feel good and just have like a pick me up kind of thing, right. they're, they're my great new find. I'm obsessed, obsessed about them. Nice. Nice. Okay. Um, and our, and our um, last question that I have for you today is pro probably the most hard question I've ever asked you right so far. I don't know. Um, uh, okay, so this podcast is called When Words Fail, Music Speaks. And that can't be anything further from the truth. So what I want you to, what I want to know from you right now is what is a song or a band that you can tell me right now that means that you can hear the song but you can't tell me or your husband or whoever how it makes you feel. It's so and deep in you that you can't explain it. Wow, that's a great question. Yeah. Huh. I'm going to think for another second because that's mm -hmm. a really excellent question. I mean, the ones that make you cry is what yes. you're talking about. Right. The, yes. The, yes. the, the ones, ones that absolutely. Um, so deep in your soul that, that there's no way you can tell, you know. Anybody, like what it means. Yeah. Um, I'm thinking I'd probably have to go back to a Joni Mitchell Ooh, song okay. at that point. And the question is, which one? Um, probably one from the Court and Spark album. And I just have to think of what it is. I'm going to have to, I'm going to do oh, Google yeah, again. Yeah, yeah, hilarious. I've never Googled so much on a, because um, it like, like matters so much that. Um, yes. Yes. So that that I only, does, yeah. Joni Mitchell, let's see. Joni Mitchell, official website. Let's see what she did. I think. She wants to stay connected. I don't have time right now, Jenny. I, I can't go to your mailing list. <laughs> right. Wait, stop. Um, I'm going to just own the whole Court and Spark album and just say, when I was in, in junior high school, high school, that was the kind of album I would put on first. I'd look at the album art and play the album over and over again and go, this is me. This is my story. Like, she understands me. She's writing me. Um, or I want to be her or something in that, that hybrid. Right. But there's kind of an ache in her voice and an openness and uh, not really a scratchiness, just a, a real, a realness mm -hmm. that just feels like she sees and she gets you. Right. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's so ingrained in you. you, you it probably makes you think of uh, happier times in your life or like, I, 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 I don't know. I don't know how it makes you feel, you know, cause like I said before, you can't explain it to anybody, you know, it's just more, in inside you than ever before, you know. 
So, and I, and I think that's a wonderful thing that music can do, you know, so. Absolutely. I want to add one, one last one, if I can, is sure. Helplessly Hoping by Crosby, Stills, Nash. Okay. I was thinking about that at three o'clock in the morning for some reason. Oh, okay. And I'm, in junior high school, like I had a friend who would, like she would write all the lyrics to the songs and like pass them back in class. And they would write lyrics to another song. And that was like one that I was like, it just has that lyric that says, um, we're one person, we're two alone, we're three together, we are for each other. And I was like, come on. Done. Right. Done. <laughs> Done. So good. Yeah, when the, uh, yeah. Yeah. Cause it's, it's something to, to um, hear and everything. So, um, okay. So, um, so for, uh, for all our listeners, um, you can visit Miss Sharon Glassman at smilesongs.com. Please go to her site. Cause that's, that's just an amazing site. Also, one question about the site. If they order, custom made songs do you charge uh, like extra or like how do you have this i mean is there like a set so, price for everything um so a custom song like for a wedding or whatever is just a whole other project okay and the cards as they are have the song on them i'm happy to actually write out your message for you inside the card if anyone wants that and have me mail it to somebody i'm happy to do that for you that kind of customization but the art and the songs are um baked into the cake, I guess you would say. Right. So, um, but you can write a personal message in them or I can do it for you and send it along. And yes, if you want something super duper special, I can do that as well. That's uh, that's nice. something that is in the possibilities. Nice, so that's www.smilesongs.com. She's on Facebook as facebook.com slash smilesongs. Instagram, smilesongs also. And I'll link her um, YouTube channel. Uh, you said you had you have like like a small songs YouTube. Also? I do. Okay. I'll send you the link. I'll email okay. it to you because it's one of those ones that's like a hundred thousand billion characters long that they don't <laughs> yeah. let you say smile songs anymore unless you have a billion followers. Right. But I'll yeah. send you the big link and we'll okay. make it. You know, okay, perfect. Appreciate um, it. Besides Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube, and and your site smilesongs.com, is there is there any other um a platform that you're on like TikTok yet? You know, probably next month. Um, I'm nice. getting ready to make the leap. I've been making little videos, nice. and I'm like this, like, like getting there. Yeah. Yeah. So maybe I would look for. I think I think the name I, I got was Smile Songs Cards on TikTok, okay. but there's nothing there yet because I'm scared. Right, <laughs> Going back yeah. to the beginning, right, I'm scared. Yeah, but right. you know what? We're all just people. You taught me something, so I think maybe I'm ready to make the plunge. Yeah, because um, yeah, um, TikTok's a unique, unique platform because, because we're on it and I still don't know how do you see it, you know? So, within well, due time, with, you know. Yeah. What are you on TikTok so I can follow you? You'll be my first friend. When words fail music speaks, just, just, just name of our podcast, yeah. Okay. Is there anything that you want to plug before you go or like do you have any advice for people who are like, this is your time, so. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Uh, I'm just so grateful. I'm so grateful for the kindness that I feel that the podcast world creates, but you especially. Um, It's so nice to meet new friends and saying that to your listeners as well. I hope, you know, uh, if you want to reach out, I always love uh, chatting with people. Um, I'm usually on Instagram for that kind of stuff, but um, yeah, I would say I'm always open to hearing from people. If there's a message that you feel you'd like to see in a greeting card, love to hear about that because 
I'm always curious what matters to people and what you'd like to hear. And I think that's really it. James, you've told them where I am on social and I'm always open to questions. And thank you so much for having me chat with you. This has been such a nice way to end the day. Well, this is our pleasure talking with you because to be honest with you, I was, I was nervous talking to you because you're doing all this stuff right here. I know, right? No, but uh, yeah, because um, you started a great, a great um, site that, that everybody can be a part of, you know, and feel better about themselves than others. So I'm, I'm I'm very in all of you, and I admire you for what you for what you're doing for people, and but like uh, like I said before, you're just a person, you know, and we all we all have our faults. So this was nice, you know, this was a nice conversation. So we thank you so much for coming on, Joe. Well, let's stay in touch, and oh, I'm gonna yeah. have to get your address because I'm gonna send you a thank you card. That's oh, no. oh, thank you very much. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. So, thanks everybody for listening and watching on YouTube. And uh, until next time, when words fail, music speaks. Bye, y'all. Admire you for what you for what you're doing for people. And but like uh, like I said before, you're just a person, you know. And we all we all have our faults. So this was nice, you know, this was a nice conversation. So we thank you so much for coming on, Joe. So. Well, let's stay in touch, and oh, I'm going to yeah. have to get your address, and I'm going to send you a thank you card. That's oh, no. seeing. oh, thank <laughs> you very much. Yes, yes, yes. So thanks, everybody, for listening and watching on YouTube. And uh, until next time, when words fail, music speaks. Bye, y'all.